Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. Hello. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. What's up, guys? And welcome back to another Birdie Num Num podcast. Uh, hope you're having a good week. I'm having a good week as usual. It's Monday here in Nama Bengaluru. And uh, this week I have a guest I have been trying to chase down uh, for the last few weeks, but she's traveling all over Europe. It's a beautiful city, I must say. Uh, Ms. Karuna Reddy, how are you, dude? Very good. How yeah. are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really excited to have you. Uh, I'm super <laughs> excited to be here. I've been hearing all your podcast um, and it's it's always a pleasure talking to you no it's so funny because before I get into what you do and you know why I think this is I'm excited for this podcast I actually remember seeing you at the gym I would go to <laughs> years ago yes and I would always notice this girl who was crushing it at the gym like making the rest of us look terrible but then always had a smile on her face while doing like 600 push-ups or whatever and here we are dude this is so awesome excited yeah yeah, it's it's (laughs) exciting so um karuna i'm excited about this week's podcast because i recently just got married uh indian wedding the big fat indian wedding and it's been a season right now for Indian weddings, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I joke around now, that, you know, Ambani, Deepika, Priyanka, me. <laughs> like, but and, your wedding was like, like beautiful. I saw all the pictures and videos. It was, it, it was fun, but it was amazing. the funny thing is, I think it was the worst time to get married in terms of the comparative Indian wedding, which we do. Oh. Because everyone's like, wow, they had Beyonce or wow, they had Hillary Clinton. It's like, <laughs> Sanjay, who did you have? Like, oh, we had DJ. We Vish- had a lot of fun that's what it was no, like we had dj vishnu <laughs> like dj vishnu on the, on the but yes we did have fun yeah but leading into that uh for those of you who may not know um karuna can you give a background into where you're from you know and then how you got to where you are today um so um i'm from uh, hyderabad mm-hmm. and uh i've uh, can you believe it? I studied my engineering. Really? And yes. And then you realize what you really wanted to do. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and then I got into uh, art direction and uh, fashion styling and basically like photo styling for uh, editorials and ads, etc. Okay. Uh, so that was when I shifted to Bombay okay. uh, to work. Uh, post that, then I started getting a lot of work in Bangalore as well, like in the similar space, art direction. And then uh, I think some of my, uh, it was just word of mouth. It kind of went on from there, where I started doing styling events and also styling spaces like their homes, etc. Yeah, and I mean, it was a very organic move for us to start. Okay, so if I understood correctly... um, I should just call this podcast the Do What You Want to Do After Engineering podcast. <laughs> right? Every, every <laughs> single one of my guests has this story, including myself. And it's like, um, so I just correctly. By the way, uh, I'm going to get to this, but just so everybody knows, uh, Karuna now is at a place where she has her own business agency. What do I call it? Uh, uh, a business company. Business, yeah, a company yeah. called Mogra Collective. The Mogra uh, Collective. Yeah, she runs it with her partner. Yeah, yeah Malvika Pudda. Yeah, yeah, so you can check them out on Instagram. And they... Uh, were very helpful to me, um, but basically, uh, you guys do wedding decor, wedding planning, and kind of are in the wedding and event space. Right. Yes. yes. So you did engineering, um, basically realized there's other stuff you can also do and make money with, and then went into advertising a little bit and, and styling. And from there, people were like, wow, you're really good at running these events. Why don't you get a shot? And then eventually you were like, you landed up in the wedding space through somebody of somebody. And yes. And here we are. Yes. Yes. So 
Wonderful. So that brings us into the meat of what I want to talk about, um, which of course is the big fat Indian wedding or the lean, mean, minimal Indian wedding, whatever, whatever it might be. So um, I got to ask you, you know, it is the year of Indian weddings. I have talked about this uh, on my podcast before. I recently got married. My brother's in the business. You're in the business. Uh, straight off the bat, what's the best thing about working in the Indian wedding business? Uh, best thing is when uh, absolute strangers walk up to you, mm-hmm. post this like insane chaotic days of work and months, in fact, chaotic chaotic months of work uh-huh. and then on the the day when like absolute strangers walk up to you and like are always have the nicest things to tell you that yeah. oh my god this is like just beautiful or oh everything went well and uh, especially also when the family comes and talks tells you that you know it, they're just so grateful mm-hmm. and you're like hey i mean yeah, it just feels great. It means a lot. It yeah. means a lot. Yeah, you know, it's it's nice because uh, Samir, the owner of Chinita, was here uh, right. last week, and we talked about this exact same thing that seeing the fruits of your labor yeah. is such an underrated thing. Absolutely. I worked yeah. at Accenture for ten years. I never knew where that spreadsheet went, who it affected, what it did to mm. some client in America. Did it make them happy or whatever? But. The second you make a month up or you design something, you see the bride's face, you're like, cool, mission accomplished. Right. Uh, I know I, I know. it's a bit unfair for all those people who kind of, you know, are doing the food and like all the people who are at the back end because they're yeah. putting in a lot more, like maybe more or like equal effort. But uh-huh. this is something visual. And every time people come and talk to us, we're like, hey, thank you. But we have a big team that's actually put yeah. in all that. Yeah. It's just... It's amazing. It's kind of like, um, it's nice to be appreciated, at least, you know, for, as the face of the business, like right. you said, because yeah. I, I know that there's so many other vital things, the electrician, the guys who put up the stuff, the food, yes. the chefs. Yes. Um, and it's kind of like sound at a concert where if you're doing well, nobody appreciates you. If you're doing bad, everybody hates you. Oh my you. God, really? <laughs> you know right? I mean? So oh you, you lose both ways. Cause yeah. you're only when you're doing well is when no one says anything. Yeah. The sound is fine as it should be. Yeah. 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 Like, so, okay. Now million dollar question. What's the worst thing about dealing with these hoity toity ass people? Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. Rephrase the question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the worst thing about being in Indian weddings? Um, I think just the high uh, stress levels. Yeah, uh, it's the it's the biggest day. It is the uh, biggest day, and yeah. we understand where the family because we are. It's uh, you know every time parents talk to us, like the bride's uh, family or the groom's family, they're just like, "Oh my god, I really want to just hug them and I want to tell them that you know what, it's going to be fine. Can uh, you not stress?" But yeah. like that's just how it is. Like when they. They're just so stressed and they're always wondering whether things are going to be all but right. About food, about photography, about... About pretty mandap, much about... mandap not being ready. Because um, when you are working on the yeah. set, like if you walk in, like yeah. say, um, say about um, even one hour before the muhurtam time yeah. or... For the, for the NRIs, what's the muhurtam? The, like the, the, the feras and stuff? The feras. Okay. Yeah. Right? Or, Just say a ceremony on this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Before the ceremony or before the event's supposed to start. And uh, it's things may not necessarily be on uh, in place. Yeah. And they're like stressed and we're like, hey, this is just how it is like can yeah. like you know relax and a lot of times that anxiety is totally understandable like mm-hmm. because I mean sadly we uh, 
like the Indian wedding industry is a little chaotic. Like things are not really organized. Yeah. So which is why we take a lot of effort. Uh, that's something that we ensure that we always follow our timelines. Yeah. Okay. You know, and we before the event actually send out these execution sheets and all the teams and the family members are in tune like okay this is the time when this is going to start this is when it's going to and we follow it to the t yeah. so trying to keep those anxiety levels at bay so because you know it reminds me of during my own wedding planning i was you know we had a joint wedding and um I had hired a photographer that not hired i mean i worked with a photographer that i that came recommended through a friend of mine and um, very good guy. And the girls were like, can we have a call with him? Can we speak to him about the shots we want and this and that? And I was like looking at his Instagram, being in the industry of media. I was like, this guy is fine. He knows his stuff. Leave him alone. Let's stop bothering him with like 19 phone calls. He will get you the shots. And they're like, no, but you know, this angle, that angle. And where is he? And then sure enough, on the wedding day, he came, he handled his business, killed it. And he, and he left. Right? right. Yeah. And I feel like even for me with stand-up shows, I'll do a show for Microsoft or some startup company, and they want to have 19 calls about, we're very sensitive about if you do politics or <laughs> below-the-belt jokes. And I'm like, listen, I do this a thousand times. I got it. This is a cakewalk for me. But you have to make people feel like it's very important on the biggest day of their life. right? right. So, so do you yeah. just like put a smile on your face and answer the same 50 questions over yes. and over? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, like, you have to. She's like, yes, I know the mandap should be ready before the wedding starts. Thank you. Yeah, I am Yes, full. but having said that, yes, I mean... Yes, the good. food is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, I get it because parents, it's heartening to see that they always want the best for their kids. Yeah. And... Oh, do they? Uh, At weddings sometimes? Yeah, I, I watched The Maid in Heaven. I mean, I saw sometimes... It, I, I do a joke that... I'm going to let you finish. Um, but I do a joke that, you know, the cutest thing about Indian weddings is the couple, they think it's about them. <laughs> you know? But it's, it might be about the parents or the Right. Family. I mean, yeah. that's what I actually... Like, they want the best so that they... Like, I mean, yeah, it's for the family. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. hey, we need to ensure that my kid's wedding was the best. Yeah. I need to make sure that Shushila auntie knows that my wedding was better than her son's wedding or something. Um. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I love how safe she's playing it. So I will be the bad guy. Don't worry. And she is amazing. Her business is amazing. So, um, okay. So the worst thing about Indian weddings is just the high stress level. The high stress. And yeah. some, is it, so do, do we tend as, uh, you know, bridezilla is a thing everyone's heard of. I, I rarely hear of groomzilla. Do you, do you see that? Um, no. Not so much. Not so much. Why do you suppose that is? Why are guys so just, you know, whatever, about the biggest day of their life too? I guess I guess it's just guys have a different way of dealing with stress, I think. I, I'm yeah. not sure if it's a gender thing. Yeah. No, we internalize like, our emotions and we're still Yeah, cold. right? Yeah, like, yeah. because, hey, guys, men are not supposed to cry, not yeah. supposed to like, okay, just be happy or yeah. like, I guess it's one of those things. But um, having said that, I mean, I don't know, like, touch wood so far i've just had like amazing brides who've not yeah. had a bridezilla moment okay. or maybe it's something that i haven't encountered yet yeah maybe it's happening behind the doors but maybe i fair enough yeah have you had um like horror stories at indian weddings and you know don't give names and don't obviously but or heard of stories from other people wink wink you know uh, <laughs> asking for a friend yeah but like, have you ever, because I was watching that Made in Heaven thing. Right. I love the show. You know, yeah. Amazon does not give me any money. Don't worry. <laughs> not yet. Anyways. Um, 
But have you seen horror stories like A Wedding Called Off, either through your events or somebody else's? Or have you seen, like, dowry demands? Or have you seen or heard of crazy stuff that we did see on shows like that or in the media? In the um, yes, I've heard of all those. Uh-huh. All those stories. Yeah. Um, firstly, that... Um, I think Made in Heaven was very uh, close to reality. Like Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they, they were able to capture... Quite a bit, yes. Yeah, I think a, a lot of it was very real. With a little bit of masala. Obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, it's Bollywood. <laughs> I really... I think I liked that show more than I should have. Right? I, like I was like, no so one was nice. doing lines in the back of the bathroom at our wedding. But like... Oh. But I, I get it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You guys can't see, or maybe you can. She's just she's got really quiet. Yeah. No, but I I love um, you know, I think it's so funny because I feel like a lot of people who get married and spend those six months or nine months planning it end up moving into the industry in some way because they're like I know my own brother's wife, my sister in law, yeah. Bobby G, right? Like she after she got married, she went full on in the wedding business. Mm. She's like, if I do this once, I'm going to do it a hundred more times. Right. Because I'm practically living it. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, you have to, I mean, I, I don't think it's for everybody, yeah. but it's definitely if you uh, like kind of, you you like the creative space, you like organizing things. Mm. Um, I know a lot of people who do. Yeah, and yeah. I think if you are okay with that, if you're okay to handle tight timelines and uh, okay to answer the same question two million times, yes. Yeah, then it's fine. It is yeah. perfect. And we are back, everybody. Uh, took a little break because it was getting hot in here talking about Indian weddings. Speaking of uh, getting hot and stressful, uh, I feel like it's been the year of Indian weddings, don't you yeah. think? Definitely. Like we had Ambani, we had Deepika, we had Priyanka. Did we ha- we had Ambani again? We had Ambani. <laughs> yes, plus one, yeah. So what's the... Okay, so I, I kind of get... I mean, as expected, Indian weddings can be very stressful. Um, but are they... A, it's a billion-dollar industry now, right? I yes. Think, at yeah. least? Yeah, it is. So what's the number one thing uh, when someone basically gets engaged that they start doing? Like what's the normal process? For example... Uh, is the first thing somebody does is find a hotel and a venue and then find the dress, then or then find the groom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does it, you know, like, how does it work? Yeah. Um, uh, ideally, I think once you find the groom, yeah, I yeah. think... Uh, or, or the bride, whoever. Yeah, yes. whoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. um, I think ideally you should be blocking the venue. The venue. The venue. Okay, so venue is number one. Number one. Okay. Always. Because uh, A, you, um, the date that you have in mind, usually like if it's an auspicious day, there are a couple of weddings at least or two, three weddings or four weddings even, might really like it, it, considering it's an auspicious day, there are a lot more people who will opt for the same day, right? Understood, yeah. Right, and uh, that's one. And you will also have the time to kind of negotiate and get a good deal. Yeah. So in, in India, how often or how far ahead do people book their wedding hotels, whether it's the Leela, the Goa, the Marriott? Is it six months, three months? Six. Six to, months. Ideally, you can start even uh, eight months. Depends. Okay. You'll have to push them for it. Like okay. The, the bigger the hotel, they commit to a shorter time. The bigger the hotel, they commit to a short. So like the Ritz-Carlton in Bombay. Let's say like six, seven months, eight. Okay, and what places, like these uh, fancy Jaipur Palace ones, like those take a year in advance yeah. at least, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. minimum. Wow, 
Why do people love those weddings, by the way? I'm so like it's like in the middle of nowhere, right? Those ones. There's no beach. It's like a lake or something. Is it that? Um, whole? it's that whole that. I mean, you come on. You have you been to? Uh, no, that's Paris? why I'm full of shit oh when I'm asking God, the question. It's have, gorgeous. Yeah. It's beautiful. Oh, so okay. once you're there. It, uh-huh. You, I mean, decor is something that will be last on your mind Understood. because you just feel so special. God, you feel like some like royalty, sixteen hundred royalties, whatever. Okay, so it's beautiful. So people get engaged ideally first, then they book the then they book the hotels. <laughs> then uh, what happens next? The girl generally will go shopping for her stuff like six months before. Like, how does it? Um, yeah, the uh, sh- firstly like jewelry, then wardrobe. Or wardrobe and then jewelry. Okay. A uh, lot of uh, brides also want to wear their uh, family uh, clothing, cl- uh, heirloom jewelry or whatever. Okay, so um, January first, somebody gets engaged. By the end of the month or by the end of Feb, they probably have a hotel lockdown. Yes, ideally should no, but normally what happens is the negotiations take a while. Okay. With the hotel. With the hotel. With the hotel venue, whatever. So they start looking for a month so, or two. Yeah, you'll yeah. have to start, and you. Ideally, keep at least a month or two for your hotel and negotiations for the venue. Recce, start with the venue uh, wrecking, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll have you finalize on always. That's another thing I would suggest that try and have like two favorite places. Please don't uh, set your heart on like one because it may not work out. Yeah, yeah. and okay. if you like from the beginning, if you're like, hey, I, I'm happy to kind of uh, either A or plan A or plan B. Mm-hmm. It's kind. I think it works. No, mostly. of course. Yeah, I think that's right. a great suggestion because then people get, you know, there was even hotels we were looking at and they didn't work out. And then when everything was said and done, we were like, I'm so glad it didn't work out there because it would have been too hot. Or, right. But in the moment you get caught up and you think... You get caught up and yeah. you're just like, you try to, um, I mean, pretty much okay everything that the hotel is asking you for. Like, yeah. And you don't want to do that. It's so funny when we were, because uh, we had a wedding planner that was a family friend in Bangkok, and we were like, oh, yeah, we'll pick them up in buses, and we'll have music on the bus and beers, and, and, and then when we, then we had all this stuff planned. We'll give them bracelets and luggage tags, and then as we were getting the bills for all these, we're like, okay, we can cancel that. We can cancel that. <laughs> we can they don't need luggage tags. They know what's their bag. They know what their bag looks like. Why give them an extra luggage tag? It's a waste yeah, of money. Like, exactly. So yeah. that's the thing with the yeah. wedding industry. When you say it's a billion-dollar industry, it, yeah. that's how it is. You can pretty much customize Anything. everything. Yeah. Like, if you want your spoons customized with your initials, you there is a market for that. Yeah. So that, you know? that's a great segue into one of the big questions I wanted to ask you, which is, you know, what makes a killer Indian wedding? You know, because as I was saying, I've never been to a wedding, even my own wedding, where people were like, wow, those luggage tags are amazing. Or my goodness, they had a fireworks that came out like Mickey Mouse or something like all that is great. And good food is appreciated. A really nice hotel is appreciated. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I, I was learning throughout our wedding that just saying hi to people for five minutes, more than a selfie and a thanks for coming right. is important. So in your opinion, having done hundreds of weddings or been in the industry, you know, uh, what actually stands out to you more than the song and dance and the flashiness? Um, or maybe that is what makes a good wedding. I'm just very curious what makes a standout, memorable, truly unique Indian wedding? Um, I think, uh, personalization and when you customize things and make your guests feel special mm-hmm. like 
uh, I I would I would say quality over quantity, but ha- also that's just how the trend is moving these days. A lot of families that so when I say a small wedding doesn't mean it's cheap. Of course not. Of, like yeah. a, a smaller wedding like that's number and then you can customize like sky's the limit. Yeah. Like I know Deepika like, had like 80 people at her wedding tops in, right. uh, in yeah. Italy. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but we're not talking about Italy. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but like, I mean, you can, if you want to have a wedding right here in Bangalore, you can still like customize it to, I don't know, to the T. Pretty much, yeah. you can customize every single thing for your guests. So, when you say customization, do you mean like a handwritten note when they get to yes, the hotel, like or a, like a T-shirt with team this that, or like yeah, you... like I mean, there are like calligraphy artists who sit and like personalize each note that's going to each uh, guest. Yeah, and with uh, placards and uh, like sit-down dinners and like a five-course uh, dinner, and mm-hmm. you know, sky is the limit, pretty yeah. much. And then you see a lot of times the smaller, more smaller in terms of numbers. Yeah. I've noticed the trend that uh, the bride and groom and the families have a lot more fun. I see. Because there's just. It's relaxed. It's chill. Uh, they're all spending a lot more time with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's okay. Now, for those for those people who that's not practical, what makes a three hundred to four hundred person wedding memorable and unique? Um, the million dollar question, literally the million dollar question. Like, you, you, I think. Is it the same thing? Uh, you ha- ensured the food is fantastic. Yeah. Ensure that uh, your decor. Uh, has uh, uh, also uh, you have some engagement zones in your uh, what does that mean Engage- uh, like a photo booth or something no like, like a photo booth maybe mm-hmm. but also like your seating etc in a way that you you're cre- creating clusters as opposed to just having uh, like a amphitheater style seating yeah like ensure that the seating is in um you know like almost like a living room kind of a setting, like create areas where people are like more lounge seating, etc. Yeah. So, you know, they they also feel like, hey, we're sitting, we're chilling, they're experiencing the whole thing. I agree. You know, as opposed to just walking in, going, wishing the groom and bride and groom and walking out. Because we are doing a wedding that's coming up, which is like about 2,000 people. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. we are going that extra mile to ensure that everybody feels special yeah. by creating these pockets of, you know, um, seating areas. Sure. And creating different levels and just these levels of interest in terms of decor. Uh, I think, yeah, that's one way to make them feel that's such That's yeah. such a good, uh, good piece of advice because I remember seeing like a lot of weddings where they treat the ballroom as like a corporate event or as like a formal Thanksgiving dinner. And when you have your friends and family from around the world, like I I was at one wedding where basically they didn't have a seating chart. So they were like, we're just letting people sit where they want or we're we're assigning seats because it was still a a prefix menu, not a buffet. But since they had it all screwed up, they were like, well, we'll just let people mingle and get to know one another. And I was like, that's a horrible idea because people are just going to be so awkward. Mm. And if my cousin is over there and I haven't seen him in two years, I'm naturally going to want to be in that community with my side of the wedding family or my college friends here, high school batchmates here. And I realized the importance of that because then everybody was lively in their own pockets, Mm. which created a whole nice atmosphere for the whole event. Yes, definitely. As opposed to... 
this long sort of Game of Thrones, 80 person <laughs> long table <laughs> where I got to shout to my own mother across the table. <laughs> and how is that familial and fun and warm? It just felt so like, well, I'm just eating now. Okay. Yeah. Like whatever, yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I, I, I wish even so in, at a 2000 person wedding, you're like, okay, the brides, college people here, the grooms, high school friends here, the the uncles, the fathers, business partners here. You're yeah. kind of doing that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. For two thousand people. Yeah. Oh my lord! And you're smiling about it. Yeah. That yeah. that doesn't sound easy. <laughs> it's not, but uh, I mean, it's we absolutely love doing it. So, yeah. I mean, it comes. Uh, it it's great it, because okay. I mean we obviously the family is working with us also like okay because we wouldn't understand the dynamics yeah between the so they are obviously sitting down with us and like helping us understand okay these are the people like la 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 these are the areas that we need to create and etc so, so it's you, great so you guys are doing like the event management the decor are you into full-on planning now is we that... are we are a end-to-end planning uh, company end-to-end I know yeah. in America it's called like all that in the kitchen sink have you heard of that term oh no so all that in the kitchen sink means basically after you get engaged you call me and then from your hotel negotiating to your yeah, food menu to food so you're so literally a bride can call you oh my god he just realized like two yes, days ago and yes. you're like ah for the 800 time today yay yes <laughs> exactly and that's what happens so okay. we basically take up like it's a one stop shop basically okay. to just we handle everything that's right up to your wedding day right right from invites right from hotel negotiations uh, negotiating on behalf of the clients and uh, like vendors finalizing their uh, you know uh, contracts then um, just picking the right vendor for you even. yeah like okay there are like 2 million uh, you know vendor options now we are spoiled with choice which yeah. is great um, uh-huh. But every, uh, like, for example, like, there are different makeup artists, uh, and everybody has their own style of working. So we would, uh, once we understand a client, we will suggest, hey, I think he or she works better for you. Got it. And we will give them an array of options to pick from, and yeah, so. So that's, uh, you know, what? And obviously, Decor being our USP. Yes, yes. They are amazing. I will link to their Instagram (laughs) on the podcast link. Please check them out. But if you're not in Bangalore, um, can people just tweet to you anyways and ask you general wedding questions? Yes, yes. So we do weddings across. So we've also done weddings outside the country. Sure, sure. No, because it's, it's interesting to me that when we were also planning our own wedding, and it's going to be a follow-up question that, that I have for you, but like, um, a lot of times people don't want to hire a wedding planner. They want to do it themselves, but they don't realize even if you factor in the cost of the wedding planner, uh, you know, my own sister-in-law is a wedding planner or whatever. Um, you might actually even save money. Like you might, because sure they might, the wedding planner might cost you one lakh, 10 lakh, 20 lakh, whatever, but, uh, they might save you 30 lakhs, 40 lakhs on don't do that. Don't have this. Don't have that. Yeah. Or the hotel is going to try to charge you one crore. I can get it to you for 65 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. basically. Because yeah. Uh, a, we we work with them. We, we've been working with either the hotels or the vendors for a while. Yeah. And obviously we have our... Yeah, arrangements. And, yeah. and you know, right? Like it's And we always know that hey, this is the time, this is whether you're being cheated, whether you Yeah. you hey, the, the, these this is a good deal, this is not. I remember so, when we were wedding shopping, like the guy was like the hotel guy was like, "Yeah, it'll be about 3000 rupees a plate, you know, for a buffet with 19 main courses or two star whatever it was." And 
We were just like nodding as if we knew if that's a good price or not. Yeah, and because you're like, always mm. okay. Like, yeah, three thousand. That sounds about fair. Like, <laughs> are we getting ripped off? Are we saving money? We have no. And then later, the wedding planner was like, "I'll tell you. Here's a sample menu for my last ten weddings. Check it out." Right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You were gonna say something. Sorry. Sorry. No. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. So, um, what makes a uh, bad professional in this business? Whether it's a decorator, a planner. I was reading an article that. If your wedding planner, you know, doesn't answer your call for like a month or something, yeah. or if your uh, if your food tasting only if he only gives you one tasting with five dishes and you're asking for forty dishes, yeah, he's not taking you seriously. Like, so how do you how can you tell if you're not getting what you want out of somebody in this space? Uh, a if he or she is not prompt, uh, there's no the excuse. Biggest, the biggest day of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, A, we have no excuse. We have to be answered. Like, we are uh, pretty much, they can reach us any at any given point of time. Yeah. That's just how it is. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yes. Yeah. There I'll have give been you guys times. your phone number. No, yes. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. not even kidding. Like, yeah. we, there, there have been times, for example, one of our clients, uh, she would only... Uh, she's really this, um, I mean, she was a bit business, uh, I mean, she had a very um, chaotic business, day, like the work days. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she, while we were finalizing on the, whether she was picking us or not, is the first thing she said was this, I can only message or communicate between 5 and 6 a.m. in the morning. What? Yes. Are you serious? very oh, okay yeah. yeah so we were completely on board with that because uh, hey i mean alarm I, clock. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but like uh but then she also she was sweet enough to tell us that this is when i'm going to communicate but you um you can take time and like reply whenever sure but okay. uh also there were times that she would schedule uh our calls at that time which yeah. is fine i mean i understand everybody has their work and we have to uh, so we have to be flexible, number one. Number two is, uh, as a wedding planner, you need to give them a lot of options. Yeah. And uh, tasting and sam- flower sampling and food tasting, of course. Understood. So, yeah. Okay, so you basically... Things. So you obviously kind of do what they ask and be responsive and be friendly. Yes. And- now, how- and be transparent in your work. Oh, for sure. It's I think in any work. Any yeah. work, like it, we, uh, which is what we spent, like we, because we kind of notice that, I mean, this wedding industry, at least the Indian wedding industry, it's, it's huge. And we, uh, at least our company, takes the time out to when we give out our cost sheets or etc. We list down every single element yeah. with uh, the price. Yeah. right next to it so there are no surprises and along with uh we give them the mood boards etc with the sure. color palettes and just ensuring that the client actually receives what they have asked for so how do you so, like because i um I, I feel like i'm just rehashing my own my own wedding again but okay. like as guys especially because when you go into this whole mood boards and pinterest and flowers and decor and like what happens when somebody comes up to you like yeah i want like Moulin Rouge meets Titanic meets, you know, Game of Thrones. And you're like, oh, God, like, what the hell is this guy asking? Or like, and then, and then, okay, floral mandap and some like candles. And like, I'm saying like, how do you, because obviously, you know, I think Steve Jobs said that the hardest thing is simplicity. Right. That's the most complicated to Definitely. narrow in on. 
you don't need 19 buttons and 18,000 things. You need this one thing that'll just do that and you can accomplish everything and it'll be used a lot and people will like it. So when someone comes up to you and says DDLJ meets Game of Thrones meets Moulin Rouge meets, you know, Star Wars or whatever, and you're like, what the hell are you (laughs) like? What kind of mood board is like this is putting me in a bad mood board. Yeah, like how do you how do you work with somebody in a limited 30 minute meeting to kind of hone in on what they're trying to go for? Um we uh, we try and ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, and you're just like that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, an alien should welcome you as you come in for the wedding after your long flight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah. luckily no sir, but we had a very strange request. I'm going yeah. to talk about that. Yeah. Um so we try and um, guide because a lot of times the clients come with like multiple ideas. So that's where we come into picture. We're like, we try to talk to them and just to understand what their personality is and what they actually are just to narrow down on options and reach one thing, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. Oh. Even if it is like two themes together, we yeah. can do that. But like, we need two themes and not like multiple. 19. Th- 19 yeah. Because then it conflict and conflict. And yeah, and I know that they themselves don't want it. Sure. But I understand because that's not their job. Like they come with, okay, I like this from here and then this. So we try to bring them, ask them questions and kind of uh, guide them in in a way to narrow down on options. Yeah, there was another quote and I want to hear that story you're about to say. So there's another quote, probably Steve Jobs again, that said, people don't know what they want until you show it to them. As opposed to, you know, nobody knew they wanted an iPhone until it was made. Nobody right. knew that uh, they needed this until it just came out and then they started using it. Right. So I, I feel in the same way, yes. Like right. sometimes, whether in any industry, you have to kind of guide somebody to the answer and then let them think they got there on their own or right. something. Right. Because ultimately, you know what's going to make a good wedding for Right, them. exactly. So, um, yeah, basically that. So there was this one time... Uh, we had a request of okay, so the entrance must look like a red fort. The end, like in okay, in the north, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delhi, yeah, yeah, the, the north, Lal- the north remembers Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So he wanted the entrance uh, to be a red fort. Okay, this and, is a Bangalore wedding. Yeah. Okay. And as soon as you enter, he. W- oh Lord, she's laughing. You, I don't know if the video is still here, but okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he wanted like a lake. In between. In the hotel. Like a water body. Yeah, like a water body. Inside the hotel. Inside, inside, yeah. Like in a terrace area of no, the hotel? No, so he, this is happening in a convention hall. Okay. okay. White, white orchid. No, no, anyways, whatever. Like, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> shouting. Okay. So, um, he wanted a, a water body that's leading up to the mandap directly. A water body with like stones in the middle to walk on no, or whatever. No, he's coming in a gondola. Oh, in a convention hall. <laughs> In Bangalore, where there's a water shortage and, you know, all this Kaveri River and all that stuff. And yeah. yes. Yes. Wait, so, okay, I mean, go on. Yeah. And he would get off there and just basically. So, I, I'm not sure the connection between Red Fort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he, but he just wanted, he wanted the entrance to look like Red. Why yes. didn't he just do his wedding in Udaipur then? Like, that's, that, that would have given him some bit I of that, right? no yeah. idea. I'm just like. I know Red Fort is not a new day, but I'm just saying it would give the Red same vibe, right? Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. So, yeah, at times, it's just like... um. So, basically, in terms of design, like, I'm not very... Um, 
<laughs> There's just like 19 water tankers outside his <laughs> wedding. <laughs> like, wow, they've really thought about the guest hydration. And then they walk in and they got to swim to the mandap. Oh like, God. yeah. And then like, here's your bislery. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. So uh, anyway, that didn't come through. Um, yeah. Did um, you even do the costing for that or anything? Did you try to get to that step? Or uh, you no. Did, you just nipped it in the butt right yeah, there. So yeah. So I was like, I don't think this is practical. Yeah. Because A, you'll be constructing something like literal construction. Yeah. It has to happen in this convention, convention hall, hall. Yeah. which I'm pretty sure that they're not going to allow you to yeah. do. Um. So I'm really not sure how this is going to work. And besides, I'm not for uh, creating something artificial in the sense, um, if it doesn't fit into the surroundings of that particular space, I feel it's a bit odd and like out of place. Like, uh, like for example, putting on a, a Taj Mahal. Like I... I would Been not there, done want that. to. Why do you want it? Yeah. yeah, it's not a fair. It's your wedding. Uh, so how that 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 brings me to my next question that I wanted to ask is, you know, my brother is in the business in California. They started as DJ and lighting, but as you know, they ask you for thirty other things. So you're like, I may as well go upstream and also help with planning and this right. that. Yeah. And there's I I've heard him growing up the last 10 years at a table like this in our house on conference calls okay with you know neurosurgeon doctors with a lot of money to spend or diamond dealers whatever and you know one uncle is like we will do this like uh, you know I'll come on a helicopter in the golf course and uh, he's like um, if you come in the helicopter all the decoration is going to fly away <laughs> I don't know if you realize that and you just spent 80, 80 lakhs on this crazy massive whatever oh Taj Mahal mandap that might be and now you want to spend 10 more lakhs on a chopper that's going to ruin all the girls' hair they spend. And like, oh my God. And, and they don't, but people just don't realize, right? Yeah. And, you know, there was one particular instant I remember. There's a place in California just to rent this place as a wedding venue. It's like where the Masters golf tournaments or a lot of big golfing thing happens. Um, Tiger Woods comes there, et cetera. And to do it for your wedding, you need at least three crores just to rent the space, right? Yeah. And so uncle, of course, has got the space, right? Has got the Mercedes to drive the brides around, best hotels for all the guests. And then he's like, I will do a one-hour speech. <laughs> like, And my brother's like, you have spent literally millions of dollars getting this world-class wedding. You have 300 people now in the ballroom, and now you want to bore them with a one-hour speech? <laughs> and he can't say that to the guy, right. but he's like, that's going to ruin everything you've worked for. Right. So when people have these ideas, I'll have a circus theme, a Taj Mahal. I'll do 19 speeches because it's important that no one feels left out, even though everyone will feel bored. Right. How do you push back on a client respectfully, candidly? So we don't really, uh, I mean. To tell them I'm trying to make it what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever the client wants, we 99% of the time we ensure that it's given to them in some way. Like, for example, if there are 19 speeches, we will try to break it down, add some like an entertainment in between or ensure that because the thing is, I understand where the client's coming from also because there are like 19 people who are really perhaps close to him that he does not want to upset. But but at the risk of alienating 300 other people who don't know those 19. Right. So, uh, I mean, we try to either talk to them about like, hey, can we like uh, make this... Uh, shorter or like uh, give everybody like a time that they yeah. have to stick to and then you know add some kind of an entertainment in between like say four or five speeches or three speeches or whatever right like so we break it down um, it's like less is more we say in comedy it's yeah. much better to give a 90 second speech 
that's really concise, you'll probably yes. remember as opposed to looking at a paper and boring everyone. Yes. Rather than a five minute rambly speech. And then we met in college and he yeah. used to like eating pizza and like whatever. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. So the thing is like people who come with um, most touch would like a lot of people are aware these days. A lot of people come with, okay, even this decor, etc. They come with fair, like, good ideas because i think design and like pinterest is accessible sure and yeah. uh, is pinterest a boom or a curse for your business and um, as in from from the bride's point of view like people come to you with 90 boards already or 90 pins are so is it is it yeah. good that they have that exposure i i think it is yeah, it is okay i i love that my uh cl- my my brides or my the grooms they yeah. speak that the same language that sure. i am okay because uh, it's easier to communicate. We know. We I know exactly what she wants. Centerpieces. She's already familiar yes. with the lingo and yeah, the decor and, she knows and the that this is a co- and, yeah. yeah. So and I think she understands. She also understands quality now, sure. okay. right? Like when she she knows what I'm talking about. I mean, I tell her that hey, a white hydrangea will look like this, and a oh. white chrysanthemum will look like this. Chrysanth- but, isn't chrysanthemum like a like a dish to eat? Or oh something? no, isn't it's, like a a flower. it's a flower. Oh, okay. So I mean, what I'm saying is hydrangea is like a bigger flower, like it's okay. just one flower. But she will understand the difference. Mm-hmm. So also the difference of price. Sure. So I am not breaking my head over trying to convince them, hey, for quality, this is what it is. Okay. And a lot of people are aware of quality these days, which is uh-huh. great. And I think that's also because, to, I guess, like Pinterest. Sure. People know that they want these things and these are not available. So if I want these things, I will have to pay. Understood. Understood. Right? Okay. So it's great. So to bring us home, um, I want to ask a couple of rapid fire questions just for just the stuff that's been stewing in my brain now as okay. you've been talking. So um, how long should the average Sangeet dance be per Each dance? Per dance, yeah. I think 3.3 minutes. 3.3 minutes. Yeah. 3 minutes, 20 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, to memorize some song. Yeah. Like literally three days before. Yeah. Sweat, sweat, and all that stuff people will do, right? Yeah, I think three. My, mine was ninety seconds, so I didn't like that answer. <laughs> oh, oh! No, no, no! But my my wife was so about four normally minutes, yeah. right. So basically, what they do is okay. So what they do is they there is they uh, attach two songs together. Understood. And so they, that becomes one. And they do an entry, entry, right? Or whatever. So that becomes one. So if you say one song in itself, then yeah, sixty seconds to ninety seconds. Okay. Fine. How many speeches should the average, or how many sangeet dances should the average reception, uh, the average sangeet have? I do, I don't know. That's so like uh, like relative. nine five. If you if you assume three minutes per dance plus a minute to change over. Mm-hmm. Like the groom's mm-hmm. college friends, the wife's college friends, the groom's family, the wife's family. About that. Nine to ten. Or I guess how long should the entire dance performances be for a singing? An hour tops? An hour. Tops, yeah, one hour. Right? Yeah. Okay. Because then they'll have like people talking as well and like, you know, family will want to talk and sure. um, maybe there are some audiovisual clip, like, you know, all of that happens as well. Yeah. So I think you don't want to, and people want to get up and dance. After sure. A while, so they do not want to keep sitting there and watching you perform. Okay. Think, yeah. Um, outdated wedding trends. You talked about like the Taj Mahal mandap or whatever. What else is outdated? Um, are wedding invites still a bit, the physical invites, are they still considered a big thing or are people happy now with soft copies and WhatsApps and all that stuff? Indians, uh, they still expect hard copies. Like hand, like, at least uh, mail not me. Not the 
younger generation, I think they're still cool. Because everyone just checks it like, like a week like, before. Yeah, hey, yeah. This is fine. Uh, so a lot of uh, now the wedding trend is like you have to do a, a, a soft copy. Uh-huh. And a, a hard copy. Yeah, the well. hard copy is such is, an Indian gesture. Just to yeah. know that you got like, it. Like because it, the families will have to go and give, which yeah. is understandable. Like the older. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then have like eight hundred cups of chai as they yes. literally do this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can't Dunzo an invite, although that would be a great business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Dunzo I guy just has chai with the family. All right. On, no, but on there are. Behalf. By the way, there are. Uh, there is a service where you can actually hand it like. There, there are people who can actually go and deliver these boxes. Now the invites are boxes. But why don't you just mail it then? Oh, because he'll do the full round all oh, day. Oh, wait. So the box, the box will have multiple things like laddus. There could be like a small wine bottle. Like, yeah. I mean, you can customize it, yeah. right? No, but why would... But I'm saying most people, they want the gesture of the invite to know that you took the time to hand deliver yes, it. Yes, So basically. if you send a courier guy with the gift box, yeah. then that it's a, like, you may as well ship it, right? The yeah, it's like, yeah. Huh, okay, whatever. But then, uh, I mean, when you actually hand deliver it, one of your family, your father, or your, yeah, then it's like, yeah, okay. So that's still in, basically. That's definitely in. That, and then definitely. obviously the soft copies, all they're going to check a day before. But yeah. understood. Okay. Yeah. Um, fashion. So, uh, Sabia or is it Manish? Who are the big, like, who are the biggest trends right now for uh, the average, you know, middle-class bride or whatever in India? If you, I mean, what's the, the kind of dream fashion these days that you see people wearing, whether it's guys or girls? I think, uh, obviously, Sabya Sachi is, uh, the kind of, yeah, the, yeah, the, the Vero Wang of whatever. Spe- yeah, the Vero yeah. Wang of, uh, Indian, uh, bridal truzo, I guess, um, but uh, I also really like uh, raw mango for what they do. It's handloom and it's uh, understated luxury. It's okay. gorgeous. Raw uh, mango. Raw mango. That's is like a beautiful. chain. It's like in yeah, the... it okay. is. Um, apart from that, uh, I mean, there are way too many. But uh, I think these are the names I can remember. Oh, oh. Uh, like uh, Zara Umrigar does really beautiful uh, gowns. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Entertainment-wise, what's big these days? Is it important to have, like, uh, sort of... You know, it's funny. During our wedding, we were all arguing about should we have English music or should we have Bollywood music? And we realized as much as people say that they're all modern and hip, you need to bust out the Bollywood tunes regardless. (laughs) Yes. Like, people want, like, jazz uh, band performing and all of that. Piano, Nora Jones, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then... Literally, after like an hour, they'll be like, um, can we play some Punjabi? And yeah, we're like, yeah. okay. Okay, what makes a good... Are, are gifts still in these days? Or do people just prefer cash? Or oh, so they... uh, for gifts now, there are, uh, uh, there's this uh, company called WeddingRegistry.com, which basically you can, again, like just put in all the things that you want uh-huh. or... Uh, for setting up your new home or whatever. Like gifts, nobody wants gifts these yeah, days. Yeah, because who wants to carry that stuff Yeah, back? and besides yeah. half of it is things that you don't really need. need or may not really like, you know, because you may be going for a certain aesthetic for your house, sure. right? So uh, what you can do is like um, make a list of things that yeah, you like street. from different webs- yeah. websites, like even from Good Earth or whatever, whatever, yeah. wherever if you want things from uh, or like... A, Kitchen appliances from KitchenAid, you can just pick a few things, like whatever that you want, and list them up on the site. And people can and put that link on your uh, wedding invite or your save the date or whatever. 
send that out and people will go and access it and if they want to contribute for that they can and that's a good so do a lot of people because i know there's various trends for example some you can tell people no gifts cash only <laughs> you know yeah but there I, will be no but but there'll be a box or there'll be something right or whatever yeah. and i remember during our wedding i was like dude i don't want to like have people come up to me and then i gotta who do i give this envelope to right while i'm drunk and do that a hundred times in the night yeah so we were like should we have a, bo- a box should we not but we were just like whoever wants to whatever but we're not going to worry about yeah. it yeah um, but are people afraid these days or like to ask for gifts or to have a registry? Cause it's very, I know in America they've had registries forever, mm-hmm. but is it normal to do registries? Surprisingly it, it is. It is. Okay. It is surprisingly. And more, a lot more, most people now are doing that. Registries. That yeah. actually, cause you get what you want at least. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, Hey, we actually do not want gifts, but you, if you, if you insist on one, I think yeah. this is the way to go. Yeah. We it. said no gifts, only blessings. And then my, even my best friend who came and he was leaving, I was like, Hey, where's my blessing? <laughs> and he was like, I was joking with him, but that's <laughs> my blessing comes in MasterCard. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then there was one more question. Oh yeah. Uh, a destination wedding is right mm-hmm. now, especially for the Indians. What are like the hot spots? I know, okay, Phuket, Bangkok, whatever. I mean, what are you seeing, Sri Lanka? Yeah, like, where are you seeing people go that they didn't go five years? Sri ago? Lanka is definitely uh, love I it. Think. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful and uh, the service is great. People are really good and their food is similar to ours. Of course. So I think because food is such an important part of our uh, weddings, yeah. they um, do a fantastic. Fantastic job mm-hmm. uh, with food, and, uh, and people don't realize Sri Lanka is probably cheaper than Goa, even though it's international. Definitely, <laughs> like, oh my goes, god! Staying in India is more expensive than leaving India, which yeah, yeah. never used to be the case 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. definitely cheaper uh, yeah. than doing it here. Um, then we have uh, Goa, I assume. Yeah, Goa. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rajasthan, Goa—they've always been there. Yeah, uh, Bali. Bali is coming is getting, up. Yeah, Bali yeah. is coming up in a big way, actually. Is uh, is the Andamans opening up for weddings or mm, not so much? Yeah, yet? not so much. Because see, the uh, the reason why Bali or Thailand or Sri Lanka is uh, good is they're, they're good because the vendors, it's equipped. The market is equipped to handle Indian weddings. Yes, they have the food, the fashion, They have the food, the, the fashion and yeah. decor, etc. You know, uh, I mean... Andamans, I don't know. Not hmm. yet, I guess. What's Last question to take us home. What's the wedding you're the most proud of and why? Is it because you got complete control of decor? Is it because whatever people cried and they had a good time? Like I don't know. Every wedding comes with a... It's, that's that, that, that's a safe I answer. I you Okay, okay. Uh, but what, honestly, what is your dream wedding to plan then? Put it that way. What is my dream wedding to plan? Is it like I think, 150 people? Everyone cries when you like, leave. Like the entertainment wasn't over the top, but it was Indo. Like in a sentence I or two. Don't what? Want, I but I, I'm serious. I know yeah. you're not going to. Every wedding it. is beautiful in its own way, and it's just all important to give a safe, politically correct answer. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Okay, wait. Yeah. So a dream wedding, I would say, like maybe uh, somewhere up in the mountains, where it's like really difficult to get there. I see. Okay. You know, it'd be challenging, but with limited resources, just to plan things, getting people up there. Mm. And I am pretty sure it's going to be a very, very small wedding, considering like uh, if people want to go up there and get married. Um, But just to make use of the limited resources and ensure that it's great, I think that will be 
like maybe my dream wedding i don't know if there are any no, takers no I, i love that answer. no <laughs> but I, even if it's an ipod with two speakers that's playing right, music you know? but the fact that the mist and the trees and the weather played and yeah. everyone made it to that 6 hour up the yeah, mountain I think, that that yeah. is a beautiful answer yeah. Yeah. yeah i love that because you know like then you can be like yeah we didn't spend 10 crores but our wedding was better than yours <laughs> yeah. because i mean yeah. there's a story there's everything yeah. is going to be challenging obviously in the mountains sure. right like So I think that will be interesting. That'll be great. It's so funny when um I know I said that was the last question but I'm having a good do you have a few minutes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like after after our wedding like cuz I I had all these all these useless kurtas that I got not from people but even that I bought. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And now I'm like I just want weddings to go to now so I can wear <laughs> this shit. Like I'm like being nice to people I don't like. Oh, you got married? Congrats. I can't I'm so looking forward to it just cuz I want to wear this damn kurta. Right? It cost me 20k and you didn't get to use it. Yeah, once, yeah, right? yeah. Um and then the other thing is after you execute your wedding, you get over it, you had your limelight, move on, carry on with your life. Then you go to other weddings and you're like, "Oh, oh, you did it this way, interesting." Or like mm-hmm. you're kind of it's like not judgy, but you're kind of like, mm. <laughs> "So, oh, so you don't have shrimp. Well, we had we had shrimp, right, darling?" <laughs> yeah, you know, like and you can't help but do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, and just yeah, it's a very Indian thing I like do, and a human thing I guess yeah 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 one of my friends was like who was that band at your wedding I love them I really want to hire them and I was like I'm not giving you their number and then, <laughs> I was like he's going to be saying the same shit at your wedding I'm so happy for you and you I was like you said that to me last week like well, that's horrible oh. like so Ah, Bakruna, thank you so much I thank had a great you. I hope you had a good time I had yes. a great time thank you so much for having me here and I want to actually say something that from your previous podcast that you said like you know just to make every wedding memorable i think i will always remember that that was such an important point i think when bride and groom take their time out yeah. and spend those two or three minutes yeah. with each guest mm-hmm. that's special yeah yeah and i never like that's so important when i heard that in your previous podcast i was like oh that's actually that's so important because and pe- people don't do that and it's great like you know i've yeah. been to these lila palace weddings even our good friend richa who i i got to know you yeah. uh, better who had a fabulous wedding it was one of your first big yes, weddings that yes, you guys yes. did right and yeah. amazing job yeah. moger collective check them out on instagram <laughs> how important is instagram for your business by the it way it is very important yeah. um it is really important um Although uh, we've been slacking we really need to okay. uh, after this podcast know. that's the topic for another <laughs> podcast uh, yeah. yeah so uh, uh mostly it is word of mouth through you know people uh um you know people who know us and who've recommended us but that's how wedding industry works but having said that social media is very very important sure. uh because i keep uh sharing ideas and our previous work etc on it and try to make it as interactive as possible and uh, ask people to reach out to us because you never know i mean Uh, something may work out right? sure so. and i give a book to every guest of mine who comes to borrow you got to give it back to me <laughs> done so it with that wedding basket <laughs> but, but i'm going to give you a book called crushing it by gary v it's about social media okay and i have it sitting there oh so great you can okay. keep it it cost me 100 bucks whatever. okay great yeah. okay um but taking it back to your last point to take us home officially this time if you're list- still listening sorry we keep <laughs> dragging it on till the end yes If you're at a wedding, you're not seeing Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, you're not seeing Obama and his wife or Trump and his wife. Those are your friends. They're there for a reason. Talk to them, say hello. Don't yeah. just hi 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 goodbye because yeah. I think like you said, those 2 minutes, hell 60 seconds yeah. of 
man, so many people here and go to the corner, have a smoke, have a drink. Just that bonding, I think, makes all the difference. So, Absolutely. Definitely. So, I mean, yeah. I came across the world. Give me two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you so much, Karuna. I appreciate it. Thank and you so much. Mogra Collective. Google them. Check them out. All your, even, if you, even if you live in China and you have a question on Indian weddings, uh, hit her up. Hit me up. And uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so much. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. That's right.